Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Ephrata Community Church Weekly Podcast, a conversation with our pastors and leaders meant to continue encouraging you to know God, know freedom, know purpose, and make a difference. Hey, Ephrata Community Church. It is great to be with you once again for our weekly podcast where we're taking time uh, to go over the previous weekend's experience. We had our prophetic weekend this past weekend. And we'll look ahead a little bit later. Uh, before we get to it, I just want to say how excited and thrilled I am to be joined on set with one of my favorite human beings to ever walk the earth, Dennis Scalise, one of the pastors on team. Dennis, I think you're a pretty cool guy, Bruh. and I like hanging out with you. So thanks for being on today. Now I'm afraid to open my mouth. I might stumble right over that, but thank you, Matt. And I always enjoy doing this with you. Yeah. I always enjoy it. I'm excited for our discussion today, um, not only because of what God did here um, with the prophetic weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and just all the people who received personal ministry. I want to talk about Kevin's message. We had the prophetic mm-hmm. panel last yep. night, uh, which has all just been incredible. Uh, but Dennis, I so value just our history together, you and I, mm-hmm. uh, before we were even pastors on the on, on right. staff here together, yep. Yep. which is just a fascinating development yep. considering it where was. we first met it was. in that history. Uh, yep. But I love and so appreciate and have been inspired by your value uh, mm-hmm. for the prophetic gift um, the way you've allowed God's word to shape you and lead you prophetically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I just love that uh, you obviously being one of the pastors on the team carrying such a sober, uh, what's the word, um, excitement, anticipation, expectation mm-hmm. uh, that God will speak to people who right. posture themselves properly. Right. Um, and God did that this past weekend. Absolutely. Um, and so just curious what, you know, just some general reflections from you from the weekend, any thoughts you have or before we jump into any details? The one thought I do have, and I wanted to share this with people because I recognize that, as you said, my respect and honor for the, God's word and for the prophetic mm-hmm. did not come easily. Um, because we're, when I was introduced to the prophetic, it was a pretty rocky road at that time. And it left a a bad taste in my mouth. But I had to recognize that that does not and should never diminish the reality of the prophetic and God's word. And uh, so now when I approach this, I approach it with much respect. You said it well, sober. Mm -hmm. Sober because I've seen it abused. Sure. And mishandled. And mishandled. And now I see it stored so beautifully. Sure. Kevin, you, the team, I, I, I see such beauty in that and such health in that. And that's why we see what we're seeing. And that's this weekend, how it was, the atmosphere was rich for the prophetic. Yeah. And, and the atmosphere has been saturated with yes. this gift for years, as Kevin, Kevin mm-hmm. said, that mm-hmm. uh, over 30 years, this is an annual part of our church calendar, yes. is, is giving place for God to... Um, move through this gifting. Um, but it's been more recent where um, it's, it's um, where we have as many teams as we have ministering. Right. You know, we were uh, on Sunday morning in particular, we had 31 or 32 teams exactly. uh, ministering at yes. one point to anyone who wanted. Mm-hmm. And it was incredible to observe, um, of course, the, the people that were receiving ministry, but to, to go down through the line and see all of these people who were operating in this gift was Did beautiful. Did you hear Barry's Wilson's uh, observation? He remembers when it was one line, one prophet. Mm-hmm. When it when it was first introduced to 
uh, I don't know if it was ECC at the time, but whatever the name of the, our fellowship was at the beginning, and he saw, he said he was so amazed to see now how many teams yeah. there are. And it's within the body that the, the prophetic is just being developed within the body. He thought, he thought that was amazing. Yeah, and it's, it's incredible to observe. Mm -hmm. and, and so uh, we'll get into some of the more details of what sure. God did uh, more on the individual level, but I want to start just get some feedback from you sure. from Kevin's message, right? Mm -hmm. So he had a prophetic message for the church. Yeah. Um, yes. And it had, had to do with uh, not trading away our priesthood or the restoration of the priesthood for all believers mm -hmm. uh, and the charge to realize as his church, we have access to God. No one has to go before you. Uh, mm -hmm. That's a key trait to being a priest. Right. You can go before the Father. Uh, and the other key trait of being a priest is the holiness, a call to holiness and being set apart unto the Lord and Kevin's message to each person uh, this weekend was to realize that f for you, every individual mm -hmm. in this room, you are a priest um, because of the covenant that you've entered in th through the blood of Christ. Um, and that means no one needs to go ahead of you. Uh, and it's imperative that you go before the Lord yourself to enter his gates mm -hmm. uh, with thanksgiving and praise, to go with all confidence and boldness, uh, and to realize that we're being called to holiness. It was an excellent, um, um, encouragement and charge and invitation. Right. Um, and I'm curious what your thoughts were as you heard it. A couple of things I realized too. I was thinking about this at when Jesus died on the cross mm -hmm. and the veil was torn. I believe that was the open door. That was the uh, a, more than a symbol. It was the reality of no more are we separated. I paid a price. And we have to take that into consideration that he paid, like you said, we paid the price by his precious blood that we can enter in boldly yeah. into the throne room of grace to receive mercy and grace in time of need, that we can do that on our own. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I think that is such a powerful message. And also about the holiness. If you look back, I, God's word is living and it's powerful. Pat, the we look at the Old Testament as something God has said. Mm -hmm. No, it, it's more than that. It's a living word, just like the New Testament. Yeah. But that word is fulfilled in Christ. So as we realize that Christ dwells in us, that gives us that, that right, we are priests forever. Mm -hmm. We are. We are that. And, you know, you and I both mentor people. Mm -hmm. And as Part of the, I think, the job as a mentor is to help people to develop that sense that you can go in. Mm -hmm. We've learned it. We learned it sometimes by, by just letting the Word of God renew our mind. Mm -hmm. We need to help them and others find that place that they yeah. can go in to restore that priesthood in their lives because sometimes yeah. they don't have it or they lost it at some point. Yeah. You know, that reminds me of, um, you know, an experience with my son mm -hmm. who uh he's he's five um uh, jesse who i love oh my yeah. word what a precious little yeah, boy he is to he me is. and and so you know at five years old he can brush his teeth himself right and so i remember the first time i was like okay i think he can do this of course as a child when it's new they want to do it themselves whether or not they're able to it's like i want to do it i want to do it um and then it wasn't long ago where um it's like, okay, it's, you know, bedtime routine. 
uh, go brush your teeth. Mm -hmm. And he was just lazy. He was just like, I don't want to do this. He's like, Dad, can you brush my teeth for me? And, you know, at whatever age he was when this happened, you know, five years old, four years old, mm -hmm. whatever it might be, um, you know, sometimes you do. But the, uh, that thought comes to mind, yeah. that idea, as it relates to Kevin standing up there and saying, as believers in Christ, we, yeah. you have access to God and you can go before him um, anytime because of the blood of Christ and you do not need another person to do it. Mm -hmm. and, and he mentioned Israel, right? Yep. Uh, and how they're like, no, we're going to stay where we're at. Moses, you go before us. And how, and, and I loved how Kevin shared, like that was to the detriment of Israel, you know, yeah. where they, so many things went negatively because yes. they were unwilling to go before the Lord yeah. for themselves. And it reminded me of my son, Jesse, where, uh, you know, Kevin could stand up and share with all of us, hey, we all have access. And maybe for some people, that's new information. I would imagine for others, like they already know that, but there's a certain degree where it's actually potentially more comfortable. The idea that, you know what, it's better if somebody else does it, kind of like Israel. Yep. Moses, you do this and I'll be okay where I'm at. Kevin, you do that. You fast for us. You pray for us. And then we'll be comfortable living our lives. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying this is, mm -hmm. I'm, not, I'm not labeling ECC with this. I'm just speaking generally. Um, and how, like, it's not enough just to say, hey, we have access to mm -hmm. Christ because of the covenant. Uh, it needs to be followed up with saying the, the imperative nature. You need to be accessing Jesus for yourself. If I am brushing my son's teeth um, for him because he doesn't want to, and then he's 16 years old, incapable of brushing his own teeth, everybody uh, without question would see uh, how that is not helpful for him mm -hmm. and his development and his maturing. And the same goes for the church to mature into who they are called to be. And Kevin, as a pastor and a shepherd of this flock, saying you need to learn and be proactive to access Christ for yourself and how important that is if we're going to mature. Yep. I see two things in what you were saying. You know, what keeps people from doing that? It, what an invitation. Mm -hmm. What an invitation to be able to just to go into the throne room. But I think a couple things keep, well, if you look at Israel, what kept them from wanting to go up? Fear. There was, you know, God didn't, God speaking to Moses, there was a shaking, there was a, there was thundering, there was lightning, there were things that were going on that brought a fear upon them. But also, there's a worthiness, in, I think, in believers today. Am I worthy enough to go through? Mm. We don't, especially with some of the people that I, I talk to, they sure. don't feel worthy that they can. And yet, God said, Jesus paid the price. Yeah. And when he pays the price, we can't, I, 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 maybe I'll use this strong term, we can't make a mockery of it thinking we're unworthy because mm. he made us worthy yeah. by his blood. That's it. Not, sure. not by our own worthiness and righteousness. It's his that yeah. we enter in. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about this next season as a church mm -hmm. as we continue to um, press in. Yeah. You know, and, and that might seem like a, a simple way to capture something that's really deep and really mm -hmm. profound, which is connecting with the living God by entering his mm -hmm. presence. But um, as we see more and more of that, you know, I, I just imagine we'll see, we'll have more words of knowledge taking place. There'll be more body ministry, one person to the, their neighbor just ministering, hey, I have a, can I pray for your healing, seeing miracles take place because people 
Uh, it doesn't need to be come, coming from the front. And I see glimpses of that already happening. Uh, a good friend of mine, Shannon Sensenek, who uh, serves here at ECC, has mm-hmm. been coming for a yep, while. He yep. gave a testimony video, I don't know, late last year. We aired it. But he's taught, you know, since he started coming, the Lord has been just sharing with him, like, hey, go pray for that person. Go pray for that person. And, and I remember when we were chatting about it, he's like, I'm not a pastor here. Like, Mike, is this okay? Should I be doing this? And to me, I'm like, that's exactly what the Lord wants to be doing. Yeah. Uh, not just with those within the four walls of ECC, but his church operating in that sensitivity and obedience to the Spirit's leading wherever they go. And I, see, I think we're going to see more of that. You, uh, you made a statement about connecting with the living God. Now, it's amazing. You were up there in the, on the platform yesterday, last night, for the with, panel. with the panel sure. of mm-hmm. uh, prophetic voices there. Uh, first of all, I think you did a great job of Thank stewarding you. that. And how did you feel being up there with these very seasoned gentlemen of all? I mean, you had Barry, yeah. you had Merle, you had yeah. Wayne, you had Benita, mm-hmm. all different expressions of the prophetic, if I, if I can say it that way. What was your thought process up there? How, how did you feel it went? I thought it went well. Mm-hmm. Uh, excellent. I was, mm-hmm. I was, and I appreciate your question. I, I was very honored to be mm-hmm. there. Um, and the way I felt was, I guess I was, I don't know, to some extent, like there's something that's going to be shared here. I'm not sure what it is yet, mm-hmm. but I was so convinced and confident and ready and expecting yeah. that as each of them shared yes. their personal piece, that it was going to create a, a single, a clear, word to the church yeah and um uh there was obviously specific um nuance with each of their words that they shared but uh and there's still of course more prayer Mm -hmm. um and and meditation on the word and and just you know before the lord saying god would you bring interpretation to what this means Mm -hmm. um and and we talked touched briefly on that last night because they shared and oh and by the way it is on um online yeah we recorded it it, everything's online so people can listen to it i would encourage you to do so so you know they shared their word and and a lot of the pieces they shared were like the the end result god is going to do this we're going to see that and and it's just beautiful it's so faith building it's encouraging and i'm like i can't wait to see it and then each of them had like practical here's what it looks like today right Mm -hmm. so you had benita um, up there, and she shared a number of things, but there was one major theme as mm-hmm. to like, okay, what do we do now though to get yeah. there? And and what she shared was this yes posture of the church, where it's just this simple mm-hmm. in and out of every day um, that every believer is carrying yeah. is saying yes to Jesus and yeah. following you through. Uh, Barry, when he was sharing, he shared a number of things, of course, but out of Ezekiel 37 being one of them, about how, and this is how Barry took it, uh, this God putting his mm-hmm. word in Ezekiel's mouth yeah. to speak it. Mm-hmm. And to me, it just clicked like, man, as we say yes to Jesus beneath his word, we should expect that we're going we're gonna to experience more of God releasing his specific word in our mouths and the Lord's issuing a command, mm-hmm. be sure to speak this out, be sure to declare it, um, which I, I don't know, I get really excited about, again, the activation of the individual yeah. within the church. 
and you know we are all priests let's and again tying kevin's message into it let's press into the lord let's experience him let's be set apart and holy and as we do and say that yes god is going to release his prophetic word through us we're going to see dry bones come to life yep. using the ezekiel 37 yep. uh, passage that barry brought and uh, you know wayne of course and i could go on you can interrupt <laughs> me anytime no. Uh, just so value. <laughs> no, um, I think it's beautiful. Uh, what Wayne and Merle shared as well. Merle is going on about just this worship and adoration yeah. piece, um, and I just, I just so was moved uh, just by what they were sharing. And again, there's a lot of detail which yeah. I can nerd out on that stuff no. and and make sure we journal it all down and just kind of prayerly, prayerfully go through it because um, I'm excited about those not just those four individuals sharing because there's a mm-hmm. there there is many others that could have right. you know that are in this region this region is so just overflowing with influential and profound leaders who just are first and foremost in love with Jesus yeah. and secondarily intercede for him to move yeah. in this region they're they're all over. And Leaders have been leading yep. in, in um, longer than I've been alive. Right. And so I was very um, just mindful of just in, yeah. in maybe the the awe of it. Like, man, Lord, thank you for this incredible privilege it is yep. to have these voices sharing. Uh, go ahead, Dennis. I have. I guess this is an encouragement to the body. You know. If you could look at what was up there on the platform, I could only see it from another room because we were uh, ministering that night and that was a rich atmosphere. There was an atmosphere in the main auditorium that just lended itself to prophetic. It it transferred to auditorium B. Yeah, because you guys were praying over there. Yeah, it flows right over there and Mm -hmm. people would walk into auditorium B while the service was going on and they could tell there's a change in atmosphere. And it and it translated to, uh, to the gathering room last night where we were ministering. But if I could put it this way, it's like there's a prophetic river flowing. Now either you can dip your toe into it or jump in. And there's I think I can, if I could encourage people in anything, jump in. Yeah. We sit there and we put our toes in and think, boy, this feels pretty good. Sure. It refreshes, but it isn't the whole. Jump in. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Apology accepted. I, um, you, you brought up ministry in, in Auditorium B. Sorry, not Auditorium B. That was no, that, in the gathering. The gathering. The last, gathering this room. is the last night. That, last night, yeah. How did that go? It went very well. There was, uh, I mean, again, the atmosphere was so right for the prophetic. I am a pastor who will prophesy. I'm, I'm not a prophet. I don't ever call myself that, but I desire to be prophetic and desire to prophesy so when i'm in there i love to lean into the atmosphere that's already there and then things just flow uh we had uh one lady we were becky and are standing there and we just we didn't know her from adam and all i could say is one word expectation and what came out and and through becky and i and she came she said afterwards she goes you just answered what i was crying out to the lord before this morning well, that's the kind of thing we like to see because that encourages their faith that they're hurt. They're hurt. That's the prophetic. Yeah. They're hurt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And those moments were happening. You know, I've 
was privileged mm -hmm. to be part of a few of those mm -hmm. uh, this past weekend. And you know, it's after the each session was over, Saturday night, Sunday morning. You know, I would go around and connect with all the prayer teams. Yeah. How did it go? You know, mm -hmm. and it was mm -hmm. just it was just so encouraging. Every single person was just like, it was awesome. God was speaking. Yep. Here's this story, this testimony. This person was ministered to by this way. There was a testimony we heard this morning. Yep. Uh, and this is how the prophetic can work because um, yeah, it's like, oh, I'm getting this revelation, right? And the person shared it was red tissue paper. A picture. A, yeah, a picture. picture. Yeah. And you're like, man, what on earth does this mean? And and that's risky. You yeah. Know? And so, you know, they shared, I just seen this picture of red tissue paper. And this person who received that word was just like in shock when she mm -hmm. said it, uh, when, he, when he said it, because um, it, the story, this is my best recollection yeah, yeah, of the story. Yeah, I, um, she would have just uh, been navigating through the loss of a son. Of a son. And it was really difficult. And she kind of had this, like, God, where are you mm -hmm. moment. Yep, the yep. Lord God, in the midst of this pain and difficulty, mm -hmm. where are you? Yep. And she was wrapping something during that moment in red tissue paper. Mm -hmm. And I guess it stuck out in such a way that when this prophetic word was shared, she was seen. She felt like yep. the Lord sees me, that he's here with me. Because it's something that, that um, the person giving that picture, showing her that could have not known. Oh, yeah. And it just makes it so real to them. Like, yeah. God does see. He sees. And yeah. man, I could go into the weeds yeah. of all this <laughs> stuff because <laughs> it's so fun. I actually, uh, Saturday night, I invited my nine-year-old daughter, Ariella, oh, to pray uh, alongside of me. That's I wish she could have seen it too. Oh. I was recording her words because I wanted to hear them for myself. Yep. And because uh, it. it was incredible, like proud dad moment for me personally. Yeah. She was doing so an amazing beautiful. job. And, you know, we're thinking now, how do we going forward next year have more of that yeah. opportunity? I think that was not a good just question. For, yeah, not yeah. just for younger people, but people who are like, hey, this is new. Uh, can I just tag along? You know, that yeah. kind of thing. So it was amazing. On the whole, though, um, you know, our attendance right now, we're over 1,900 people on average per weekend. Yeah. And so it's easy to to assume that we would have ministered that to that many people yeah through very the prophetic easily. services very easily it was incredible you know saturday night sunday morning sunday evening yeah. so yeah. thanks dennis for who you are and, and you're part of it um through this weekend thanks for everything that you do and thank you for your stewardship of the prophetic at ecc yeah. you, it's it's bearing fruit mm. and uh this weekend we're actually starting a new series pastor kevin is going to come yep. and share the word the great exchange which we'll be covering the next few weeks here at ecc is mm -hmm. we're going to continue talking about christ what it looks like to represent him to be transformed into his likeness and represent him to the world around us looking forward to it looking forward to connecting with you here either this weekend or again at our podcast next week thanks for taking time with us today hope you're blessed and we will see you again soon hey thanks again for joining us today we hope that you've been encouraged by listening and that you'll join us again next week. You can listen to previous episodes, find additional resources, and of course, learn more about us at effortacommunitychurch.com.